Happy Monday, friends. This is Cordelia on the We Heal Together podcast. Today's episode, I am unpacking the phrase daddy issues. This will be a fun ride. So thanks for tuning in. If you've never listened to a podcast of mine before, I have a new episode that comes out every other Monday. If you like my content, be sure to check out and follow my Instagram page, which is at Codependent Recovery. I post similar content and things on there. And if my podcast helps you at all in any way, I really would appreciate it if you would leave a review on the Apple Podcasts, just where you can leave reviews there. It's always helpful and greatly appreciated. As always, all the information about me and everything is in the show notes, as well as citations for all the sources that I used in the episode. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we're going to get right into the episode after a few words from our sponsor. Let's get healing, y'all. Today's episode is brought to you by two different sponsors. They are both doggy companies, so you know that I love them. (laughs) I will, for full disclosure and transparency, as I always want to disclose that kind of stuff to you, I will earn a commission if you end up clicking through the links for either of these sponsors and making a purchase. With that being said, I prior to getting in Instagram and getting any kind of partnership with these sponsors as well as getting my podcast with my own money I I bought these products on my own out of my pocket and I can honestly say that I like these products a lot I I stand behind these products and that's the only reason that I'm comfortable partnering with them so first sponsor is iron doggy if you follow me on instagram that's who i I always show like the leash in my instagram that i use on my two dogs so i love their hands-free leashes you can use them for walking or running and they're awesome for taking your dogs around even if you just have one dog they have that option but they have awesome options for two dogs as well i have linked in the show notes, the leashes that I use for my dogs, as well as provided a general link. And if you use the code HEAL10, you get an additional 10% off. The other sponsor for today's episode is Embark. Again, this is another company that I paid for out of pocket, did the dog DNA testing kits on my dogs. And I thought it was such a cool process and I was really excited for this opportunity now to partner with them. So the results came back. It took about, mine only took about two weeks, but they general, generally come back in two to four weeks. The, they test over 350 breeds of dogs. They're the most accurate dog DNA test on the market, and they're the only canine DNA relative finder. They analyze over 200,000 genetic markers, and I've put the links 
for those kits in the show notes if you use the spring 50 code on the link that I provided to the breed and health kit that will get you $50 off I loved finding out my dog's breeds I thought that was so cool so I hope you enjoy those and check out the show notes as mentioned I will get a commission if you click on the affiliate link and purchase through there Happy, happy Monday. Thanks so much for tuning in. As I said, this episode is all about the topic of the phrase daddy issues. I'm going to start the episode by reading a few things that inspired me to create the episode. First, I saw a tweet, which I have linked the tweet in the show notes, that reads, Men use daddy issues as an insult against women. As if they aren't admitting, men systematically fail as fathers and traumatize their children on such a large scale, they have a name for it. I saw a post on Instagram, which I've also linked. It reads, daddy issues, a concept used to blame little girls for how grown men have chosen to mistreat them. I saw these two, like, tweet, the tweet, and then the post, and it really got me thinking about daddy issues in general and how I have heard that phrase throughout my life and how I've generally heard it used. So let's take a step back. What, what is it? What are daddy, daddy issues, quote, around that? <laughs> Behavioral psychologist Joe Hemmings says people use the term daddy issues to apply to women wanting relationships with men who remind them of their father's influence. So since we hear daddy issues, that phrase used in more of an everyday conversational situation, I decided to go to a source that I've never used in a podcast episode, Urban Dictionary. Very, very fancy dictionary. (laughs) And I wanted to just read some of the definitions that users had input about daddy issues because I think this, these are like so spot on for how people actually use this. So first definition, the result of a messed up relationship with one's father or having an absent father results in younger women chasing older men and even seeking mistreatment in some cases. So as I go through these, you're going to notice that all of these are defining every definition involves women. (laughs) Second, the result of having a messed up or non-existent relationship with your father and causing you to be attracted to older men. Third, 
People who have deadbeat or emotionally absent fathers. So they turn to sexual affection. They are more often girls and they likely have a rape fantasy. Fourth, when a girl doesn't have a present father figure growing up, so seeks for attention of males and sometimes is called a hoe. Fifth, the possible side effect that women may receive if her father has been absent in some part of her life, her father has abused or neglected her, or if her father has simply failed to fulfill his responsibility duty as parent, either emotionally or physically. Having daddy issues, again, this is from Urban Dictionary, <laughs> may cause the following, acting like a slut or a whore, dressing in a non-modest ma manner, going out of her way to grab an older man's attention, being attracted to sugar daddies, being a gold digger, willingly sending nudes after very little conversation, spends her free time sexting strangers, frequently goes to clubs dressed in too tight or too short dresses, is loud and obnoxious, dyes her hair with that screaming red color that all the other hoes have dyed in their hair, having an abundance of piercings and tattoos that are obviously for attention, tries to be a tease, tells men that she has depression seeking sympathy. If the woman happens to be pretty, she denies her men when complimented by them simply because she wants more compliments. I can't even tell you how blown away I am by these urban dictionary definitions that users input and I can't say that these definitions are surprising because these are exactly the context that I've heard people use this term over the years but it was I mean these are only five entries by the way that I read if you put in daddy issues on an urban dictionary like pages and pages come up and if you look at all of these and you think about your daily life and how you've heard it, it's really a extremely sexist and misogynistic phrase. And it's used directly towards women. It's used to target women and it's used to classify women into two groups, good girls, bad girls, good women, bad women. It's used to shame women if somebody flirts, if she enjoys having sex, if she changes relationships, if she dresses a certain way. Men use it to describe women that they see as needy or, you know, wounded in some way. So you may be thinking, what's the issue? Like, isn't this true? Don't some people, don't some women have daddy issues? First and foremost, it's not a medical term. You're not going to go to a doctor's office or a therapist's office, sit down, talk about your childhood, and they're going to say, oh, okay, Cordelia, I see what's going on here. Let me, 
I'm pulling out the DSM-5. You have a case of daddy issues. That's like, it's not a thing. It's, it's not. You're not going to go as a man and then say, oh, well, actually, you technically would fall under the category of daddy issues if you were a woman. But since you're a man, I cannot diagnose you. There is no diagnosis. That's the point. There's no medical term. There's no empirical evidence that is coming up with this term. If anything, it's a theory. It's like a philosophical theory that some people believe. But the danger in using it and perpetuating this theory is that it's targeting women. It minimizes the reality that all children can be impacted by their parents' influences. Also, not just their dad's influence, also their mother's influence, also their guardian, their caregiver's influence. It isn't a woman's issue. It's not something that's gender specific. That's why I'm saying it's a misogynistic trope because it's silencing a lot of voices. It's silencing all the non-binary people who grew up and, you know, had a rough upbringing, had a rough childhood. It's basically minimizing those where a lot of voices are also in the same way that you're shaming women. You're also silencing people at the same time by making those people feel like, well, daddy issues is like, it's a woman's thing and I'm not a woman. So... You know, what happened to me can't really, it's not real. It's not a thing. It also, even if we just look at daddy issues in general, if you use that frame or that phrase, it minimizes all women's issues and all women as being the same. You're assuming so much about this person that's standing in front of you. You're drawing conclusions. You're assuming things based on very little information. And let's assume for one second, a woman's relationship with her dad did cause some kind of harm. That's only one piece of that person's puzzle. And they have so many other experiences. By saying, oh, she's got daddy issues, you're simplifying someone's lived experience into a stereotype. She may have experienced, she may have some lingering issues, some unresolved issues with her dad or from her upbringing. But do you know, like, you don't even know this person. Do you know how many other things have happened to this woman? You know, for all you know, her childhood and whatever relationship or that she had or didn't have with her dad, it may have absolutely no impact on this person. So using that term daddy issues is stereotyping women in a negative way. The more that we normalize and act like 
daddy issues is this rampant problem that makes that all women experience it makes women feel like they don't have a reason to be upset because what everybody's telling me that all women have daddy issues you feel shame to even talk about it to even complain about whatever you've experienced in your childhood because the world is telling you that this stereotype and this exists a lot even some of these definitions that I read from Urban Dictionary you'll notice a lot of people use it to tell people tell women that they're doomed to whatever relationship that they had with their dad so if you had a shitty dad people are using the term daddy issues to say well you're just gonna seek that out the rest of your life and again it's just like a hugely broad ridiculous stereotype to act like like women are going to be seeking out like there's no way around it they're forever gonna seek out somebody like their dad that's just not not accurate it's not scientifically based and it's a really harmful thing to say to another human being. The biggest issue out of everything is it deflects all the blame away from toxic and abusive men and it places the harm that they have, their actions and their behavior has, you know, caused to harm this other, their daughter, this woman. You're blaming the wrong people. Daddy issues is not an insult. These women, they were children. They were little girls. They did nothing wrong. You're blaming a woman for a shitty guy's action. If you're going to come up with any phrase, (laughs) it should be about the shitty dad. It shouldn't be about the woman it tells people that we all need a dad to be normal and healthy too a lot of people grew up without a dad a lot of people their dad died their dad abandoned them in some way or they might have grown up in a household where you know a dad just didn't wasn't ever a part of that family They might have had two moms that it might not have looked like the 1950s household that you think that this person grew up in. People don't have to have a dad to be normal and healthy. And by saying daddy issues, you're shaming people and you're casting this negative life onto them when people can be fully healthy and happy without any father figure in their life. You're not sentenced to a life of misery if you did not have a father figure or if you had a shitty father figure. People really tend to use this phrase of, well, she has daddy issues, 
as a shaming tool. It's used to shame somebody and control women and shame women about characteristics that the issue is they just don't personally agree with. The examples I gave earlier, you know, they might not like the way that a woman dresses. They might not like that she's dated a lot of people or that she has sex at, you know, quicker with somebody than they would. Maybe they would have waited longer. Just because you don't agree with somebody's life choices doesn't mean that you should just start stereotyping them and perpetuating this sexist idea of daddy issues. I find it particularly disturbing when people use it to link it to somebody's sex life. Like it really just doesn't sit right with me. You know, like I don't know what, where people even started coming up with that. I mean, I guess like back in the Freudian days, but FYI, like most of the things that Freud put out there have been debunked. (laughs) You can Google that and it comes up very quickly. So not quite sure why so many people act like a sexual choice that you don't agree with has anything to do with the relationship with your dad. It's pretty weird and disturbing and I think that you should actually (laughs) probably look into therapy if you've been using that method to shame women because it really has nothing to do with what that woman is doing at all. It has to do with something going on in your own self that you should probably unpack. My big takeaway and my big reason for doing this episode is I wanted to draw some light on this topic because it is really important and it's important to think about that we move away from using these stereotypes. The only way that these stereotypes are going to end is if more and more people start speaking up when somebody says something like this, like daddy issues, you know, just saying Ugh, I hate when people use that phrase and here's why and you know just highlight one or two points that you really liked from the podcast and that's just one way that we can shift language and we can hopefully (laughs) make this phrase go away eventually and another reason I wanted to do this is anyone can be impacted by wounds from their parents guardians caregivers Men can be impacted by them. Non-binary folks can be impacted by these wounds. It's not a women-specific issue. I think, you know, the more that we start to understand people and we just stop buying into this bullshit that people tell us to believe, like, all women have daddy issues the better and the healthier that our society will be. I know a lot of incredible women, some of them have great dads, some of them have okay dads, some of them have not great dads. And none of these incredible women that I'm thinking about are defined at all by their relationships with their dads. And it shouldn't, shouldn't be. 
frankly, the only person that's qualified to make an assessment about a woman's state of mental health and how her childhood has impacted her is a licensed therapist that has worked with that woman. A random stranger or somebody throwing this insult at a human being saying daddy issues you're not qualified because you know how you know that (laughs) it's not a real thing and it's not a diagnosis and it's not something used in a scientific clinical capacity so the fact that you're using it shows shows that you should not be using the phrase I hope this episode was educational for you. I hope you learned something. I hope if you use this phrase in your life that you realize, hey, I want to start making some changes and I don't want to say this phrase anymore. It's okay if you have said this phrase before. I'm sure at some point in my life, I'm positive. I know that I've used this phrase before. We don't have to keep perpetuating things just because we've done it before we can at any point change our minds realize this is a really messed up saying and change directions thanks so much for listening a new episode will drop in two weeks again follow me on instagram if you don't at codependent recovery and i'll see you next time bye